This episode is brought to you by LucidPoint. Are you struggling to take your IT organization to the next level? We help our customers do so with confidence. Turn your vision into reality. Call LucidPoint today. Welcome to the Quick Take Podcast, the show where you get targeted advice and coaching for executives by executives. I'm Susie Tomanchuk. And I'm James Camps. Give us 15 minutes and we'll give you three secrets to address the complex topical issues that are challenging executives like you today. Welcome to Quick Take, where we talk about the questions that are on the minds of executives everywhere. How are you, James? Um, Very good. How about yourself? Were you going to add to that? I was expecting more on the everywhere. You know, I thought we'd talk about where everywhere was. Yeah. So you kind of okay. stretch that a little. It's, it's everywhere in the well, world, everywhere's in the office. Global. Yeah. Up yeah. and down, left and right. Absolutely. However you want to define that. Like everybody can define it for themselves. We give you permission. Yeah. So there you go. Feel free. Feel free. There yeah, we go. Yeah. yeah. So what is on the topic? What's on the so, mind of the executives you've been talking to this week? Yes. And I read an article about mm-hmm. uh, how to manage through... Um, really challenging situations. And they looked at CEOs and they asked them how much of their day is planned versus reactionary to events or things that come up. And most of them had this assumption that most of their time, they knew that, that, that they would get hijacked from time to time, but most of their time was something that was in their control, that was in their schedule. But when they looked at and analyzed the, the, their calendars, the reality, yeah. the reality they, they recognized that really 80% of their day is reacting to things that are happening oh, around yeah. them. Yeah, I believe and how that. Interesting. I believe that. And they also, but they also think that companies have this myth or this this assumption that is mostly planned. So a lot of their workflows and things that they do are around that assumption that that things can be controlled. And sure, when you look at sure. it differently, you got to react differently. So how'd that land for you? Yeah. No, I, that's super interesting. And I think that um, one of the challenges that many of us have is, you know, how do we act uh, and how do we deal with that, that stressful behavior? You know, good executives know and have tricks that allow them to uh, perform under duress. I mean, that's half of the job, right? Is to to yeah. be effective when things aren't going well. And I think in a lot of ways, it has to do with uh, the responses you have uh, to those, uh, to the, what we're talking about, 80%, right? I mean, it's yeah. um, that that 20% is structured. We like structure. A lot of executives are control freaks, but boy, um, the trick is really how do you preemptively uh, behave so that when things go wrong, um, that you can you can be prepared. Yeah. And I think you do get better at it over time. Like I can look back on my former self and I can remember some of the feedback that I got about just being reactionary in a negative way, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have the finesse yet. I hadn't had enough, you know, on the job experiences to be able to handle that. I wonder how that happens. Like when, is it, is it one day that you're bad and then like, is it morph over time? And how do we do that? I'm going to give, it's a great segue into my first recommendation on that. And that, that was such a good segue. It's going to sound like it was planned, but it was not. But I think the, (laughs) the, what, what, what you do as you get more seasoned as a leader is you rely more on, and you realize the importance of relationships. And so I think the number one thing you can do to prepare yourself for difficult times, whether it's a political nightmare, whether it's a, 
a technical outage or an external uh, activity is when you have strong relationships within your organization, you do not feel as alone as a leader and you have more confidence that you and your team can be successful. And so I think as, a, as you get more seasoned, you realize that those relationships are more important. You don't necessarily go into things alone. And so you do feel like you're better at it, but it's also because you've done the preemptive work. You've done the first thing, which I recommend is really focus on the relationships because that's what's going to get you and, and carry you through the challenging times. So are you saying in those moments, reach out to a person that you trust? Are you saying that you're getting feedback and, and a context to what you're good at and how you react and you get the feedback so that you can become kind of that better season? No, self? I'm saying that that just the, the the very nature of you building a strong relationship with your peers, your team, your yeah. your stakeholders allows you to be more effective in times of challenge. Look, if okay. there if let's say that you have to interface with a, a third party organization, maybe it's a different division, maybe it's a different company and there's somebody who's very political, very difficult to work with. The relationships you have with your peers, the relationships you have with other people at that in that stakeholder community are going to make that situation that much easier. So yeah. it's really about being good at building those relationships. Um, it's funny. I was watching, uh, you know, uh, this silly little video on the uh, interweb the other day about the Godfather. And it was like the 10 lessons every executive should learn from the Godfather. I think <laughs> one of them was, was, you know, some of them are clearly ridiculous, but one of them that I thought was kind of funny was talked about how the Godfather was about relationships and that he was, his power base was a lot about giving. So when he needed things, the people he had given to were, were felt beholden to him. And I think in this kind of, this situation sort of applies um, in that sense that that's that, that community that you build, the relationships yeah. you build will serve you when times are difficult. And yeah. so um, whatever the challenge is, I think ultimately, and it's not having friends, I'm not saying you need to have buddies on every level, but you need to have strong relationships um, and understand that, that that ecosystem is super powerful when it comes to difficult times. I love that we're learning from the Godfather. Um, and it's parallel. Like, it's a good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. Uh, investing in those relationships. I always mm -hmm. say, just as a tangent uh, comment, is when I talk to somebody, I always ask them what I can do for them. And Absolutely. even if they can't come up with something, it's they appreciate the sentiment of it. And sometimes they actually say, actually, there is something you can do. So I really believe in the investment before you need to take out the... Totally agree. You know, totally not agree. that that's your intention, but have abundance. Have abundance. Abundance mindset. Totally agree. Totally agree. All right. What's number two? What I, the other thing that I think is super important is really um, is trying to stay neutral, right? When things are really yeah. difficult, um, that leaders need to have that objectivity. Um, yeah. And it's so easy as a leader to get caught up in the situation or drive in a certain way. Um, I know that I am better when I am less um, in the mix of things. When I am less emotionally involved, I, yeah. I am and more clear. And so um, oftentimes it's important for us as leaders to take stock in the situation, take a step back, get some perspective and and be aware of what's going on. Because ultimately it's that 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 in the moment, you know, if 80% of my day is reacting, is, is reactionary and 80% of my day, I need to think on my feet. Then it's important that I'm able to do that with some clarity. I can't let the previous nightmare affect this nightmare and affects the next one. I've got to be able to context shift. I've got to be able to objective and I've got to be able to look at each one independently. 
because uh, we all know, you know, uh, that's easy to, to, to sandbag and take the, the frustration out uh, uh, from the previous meeting on the next meeting. But good executives will know to stay neutral and, and keep that ob- objectivity. Yeah. And so I, when I think about that, I love that so much because emotion clouds our ability mm, to really does. think through. So if you can zoom out, I think maybe two techniques might be, are you getting triggered by somebody in the situation? Like, why did you do that? You know what? Like right, and right. letting that go and, and giving yourself permission to deal with that later. And then yep. really looking at what do we do to solve? How do well, we I think that's the third forward? item. Exactly right. Focus on the Look solution. So, but I know, but that's no, a great transition. The queen of transitions today. My goodness. I don't even know how. Uh, just, you know, we are simpatico. It's right here. But I think that's also right. You, you want to stay neutral and stay focused yeah. uh, on, on the solutions. Um, you know, I'm a technology person. I'm an engineer. I work with engineers and we, I joke all the time that we, our first solution, our first uh, uh, step in the meeting is to, is to solve the problem, Right. We always want to solve it. We want to solve it. Um, but we should take a step back, look at what the problem is, and then we do want to solve it, but but let's not uh, over-engineer uh, and think about how we got here. Um, there's a lot of uh, energy on that, especially as a leader. You want to, um, you know, you want to uh, address how we got there. Let's let's be solution-oriented um, and, then, and then come back to it uh, later. So um, I think those last two go really well together, right? Stay neutral, stay solution-oriented. Um, and, and, uh, and things will be a little more, uh, clear. Yeah. And I, another technique to do that is stay away from questions around why did it happen? Why? Right. And, right. and go to, what are we going to do? And just even changing yeah. that, because when, when you think about why you're kind of looking back and in mm-hmm. those moments, you need to really be pushing, like you said, toward the future. Right. And I think one of my favorite techniques on solutioning is really to have a special place for the why. And, you know, in software development, we call it the uh, uh, we, we do a, a retrospective and we go back and look at it. And so when you say, hey, that's you're getting into the why, let's put that in the retrospective. Let's focus that on its parking lot, mm-hmm. that, if you will, for another time. Yes. Then it allows people the opportunity to say, all right, I get to throw that. I get to dig into that later. Right now, we're going to look at the solution. So that's really part of yeah. like, focus on the solution and only the solution, not the why, not the how. Let's right now talk about the solution, and and I think that 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 helps you in your in that in that second point, which is you know trying to stay neutral and staying uh, dispassionate. Yeah, I love that. There's a special place for why. That is so oh, great. Good. Yeah. That. Oh no, I'm taking your words. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's good. And then that's that another gives one. the permission to come back to it mm-hmm. in the future, which then that that it takes away the anxiety of oh, the emotions of other people going, but, but James, I want to talk about what happened. Let's, and you're well, saying, I think that's the beauty know. of that agile methodology and that, that the retrospective yeah. purpose, which is, it is confined to that, right? It is supposed to be a safe place. It is a time for us to have that discussion. And by putting it into that box, um, you know, you're not panicking to fix the problem as well as fix why, uh, cause those things get, as we all know, conflated. And then ultimately that's when, when passions uh, you know, yeah. So I like this so much. So let's go through the three yeah. areas. So the first thing you can do to prep yourself to deal with that 80%, that, that ongoing onslaught of changes, you know, make sure you build strong relationships. I think that's yeah. probably the foundation of 80% of our episodes, but those relationships bear fruit yeah. so much, uh, in times of trial. And those relationships, remember, are not just, they're certainly not just your, your direct reports. They're your peers. They're, it's that whole stakeholder community. So 
build strong relationships. Secondarily, you know, uh, stay neutral, stay focused. You got to be as a leader, you've got to make sure that you are are staying uh, in the middle there and trying and not taking sides. You need to, to stay neutral. Uh, and then third, of course, you know, stay solution oriented. Um, I like it. You know, there's a special a special time for why. And usually uh, in the moment, uh, that place. is not it. Special place for why. Um, and, uh, you know, stay solution oriented uh, and, and you can uh, you'll be more successful when those things are tough. Awesome. This was good. We we were really yin and yang today. Yeah, we, today was a good, good day. Yeah. 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 We don't yeah. always have good days. Eighty <laughs> no, you percent. Know, I love how days. we keep throwing Eight. out eighty percent. Eighty percent of the time, we're not. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, but we we, we don't put those on air. That's why. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's, That's right. We are in control. <laughs> well, this is a good one. On <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we need to do to move forward? <laughs> I need to say. We appreciate everyone joining us. We've been hearing great feedback from our um, the people that are our listeners. And so we appreciate that. So if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with somebody and and give them that gift of, of our wisdom. We like how I did that. <laughs> brilliant. 80% brilliant of the again. things we say, 80% will be worthwhile. I'll, so. I'll totally take that. <laughs> and make sure that you engage with us. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your stories. And we really appreciate when people give us questions that challenge us to um, really think about this. So thanks for joining us, James. Thank you as always. This has been great. All right. And appreciate the wisdom. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quick Take, where we talk about the questions that are on the minds of executives everywhere. Connect with us and share what's on your mind. You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, or whatever nerdy place on the internet you find your podcasts. All the links you really need are in the show notes.